The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. When the English author G.K. Chesterton was asked, What is wrong with the world? He replied, I am. Most of us would answer differently. What is wrong with the world? Democrats, Republicans, Independents, other people, terrorism, corruption, racism, COVID, wildfires, the flu, anything and anyone but me. So why would Chesterton, a devout Christian, say he is part of what is wrong with the world? He wasn't taking personal responsibility for all of the world's problems, but he was acknowledging the role he's played in it. Like the first son in today's gospel, Chesterton admits to ignoring his conscience at times, to saying no to doing his father's will. But like that first son, he also repents. That's the essence of the Christian journey. We acknowledge our sins, we seek forgiveness, and we strive to do better. As we hear every Ash Wednesday, while ashes are being traced on our forehead, repent and believe in the gospel. Most of us would admit that we are generic sinners. As the old saying goes, nobody's perfect. But we shouldn't take comfort in that old adage. Nobody wants to live in an imperfect world. Too often it leaves us bruised and broken. As Christians, we're challenged to piece our broken world back together, to leave our sins behind, to love God with all our heart and our neighbor as ourselves. Key to such spiritual growth is not only practicing virtue, but also naming our vice. Name our vice. 
Maybe it's pride, envy, anger, lust, laziness, gluttony, judgment, gossip. We must be honest with ourselves and with one another about what we struggle with in order to affect real change. Alcoholics understand this well. Whenever a person speaks at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, for example, they must begin by stating their name and the reason why they are there. For example, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm an alcoholic. Only then will others listen to them. I remember hearing my mother say those very words, Hi, I'm Vicky, and I am an alcoholic. When I attended an AA meeting to celebrate her 10th anniversary of sobriety. That rigorous level of honesty enabled my mom to overcome perhaps the deepest struggle of her life. But as she often said to me, Kev, I stay honest in order to stay sober. I stay honest in order to stay sober. That's the type of rigorous honesty and accountability that we also need to practice as Christians. So what is wrong with the world? Well, at times, I am. I am a Christian, but I can also be proud, impatient, and greedy. I can be like the first son in the gospel who says no to doing his father's will, but later repents. So what's the alternative? To see ourselves like that second son. To say yes to doing our father's will. Yes! But then fail to carry it out. For example, Jesus teaches us to love our enemies, to pray for those who persecute us, to turn the other cheek, to forgive without limits, to clothe, to feed, to love the poor, to see Christ in every person. These are some of the core tenets of our faith. And every single Sunday, we profess our willingness to put these beliefs into practice. But how often does our faith fizzle out somewhere between Monday morning and Saturday night? Maybe someone heard us last week and we refuse to forgive them. Maybe we turned on the news this morning and found our blood boiling over politics. Maybe we found ourselves constantly judging others who disagree with us. Maybe we've purchased 
more than we need or have given less than we can. Faith is a full-time commitment and a very, very difficult one at that. If we are honest with ourselves, it's easy to say that we are a Christian, but much, much harder to be a Christian all day, every day. So what's wrong with the world? At times, I am. I'm a Christian, but I don't always act like it. I suppose I'm like the tax collectors and prostitutes in today's gospel. Although they're imperfect, they strive to be better. And for that reason, Jesus blesses them, promising they will enter the kingdom of God before the chief priests and scribes who say they will do the Lord's will, but don't actually do it. So what about you? How is the Lord inviting you to amend your life, to repent and believe in the gospel? How are you being challenged to live your faith on a deeper level? At Sunday Mass, we profess our faith, but all week long, we must live it. Time to get started.